Welcome to this podcast with David Chapman, UK Hospitality's Executive Director in Wales for UK Hospitality Cymru. David, lots been going on this week. Can you update our listeners with the latest developments, please? Yes, sure. I mean, since we last had a conversation, uh, the First Minister announced that the Welsh Government were going ahead with their COVID pass scheme, which they are insisting is not a vaccination certificate or a COVID passport. And it involves people going to nightclubs and the nighttime economy, which uh, appears to be the case of being after midnight um, with uh, either a downloaded COVID pass showing that they've got a double vaccination or um, a within 48 hour lateral flow test. Now, we uh, oppose this and have been opposing this all summer. And in fact, to be straightforward with you, I didn't think this would be the case. But it seems that the health advocates have had have won the day in the last few weeks. And this has been brought in. Now, it went through a very, very narrow vote on uh, at the Senate yesterday, where if one absent Conservative member had actually managed to log in, it would have fallen. So that shows the division that is within the political system. It certainly caused quite a lot of anger, anxiety and division inside the industry. And I've been in touch with a lot of uh, members who have been reporting that to me to pass on, which I've done. Uh, so we've had a lot of meetings in the last fortnight to make the points that you've been making to me with uh, Welsh Government, politicians within the Senate, uh, members of the different committees, um, and also through the media where um, I've done some UK-wide media involving LBC, Radio 5 Live, um, BBC Breakfast TV and others. So we've been trying to make the case that you've been bringing to us to say that there is no need for these passports, that they are going to be costly, that they'll be labour intensive. We haven't got the staff to operate and we're worried about confrontation and low morale. Um However, this will be uh, imposed on us from 7 a.m. on Monday, October the 11th. Um, I've asked Welsh Government for as much detail as quickly as they can in terms of updating the guidelines concerning, concerning this. And I have managed to get a special session organised, which will take place tomorrow. This is being recorded on uh, Wednesday the 6th. So if you do pick it up when it comes up, um, it should be pretty near to the session. But the session is at three o'clock on Thursday, the 7th. Um, we are providing login details to that. Any business that's uh, involved or affected by this measure is welcome to attend that and to see what Welsh Government's latest position is and where the guidelines will be and what they're expected to be carried out in very short terms from what i've seen of the advanced guidelines it looks like most of the businesses have the responsibility put in their direction whether through operating um, a model that will incorporate a 12 o'clock music alcohol and dance regime if you have any business that put those three things together then you will have to find a way of introducing this new covid pass post midnight up until midnight uh, you will be able to operate as you are at the moment 
it's a business decision you're, you're unfortunately going to have to make if you're based in Wales. Full details of the COVID passport and how people get it, how you check it, should be coming out from Thursday the 7th. Unfortunately, that's not very much time I'm aware. We have been making that case, but as yet, we haven't had the guidelines. So that's roughly where where we are um, today. Um, I continue to press Welsh Government to say how this is inoperable um, and that it will cause great difficulties to you all and we'll continue to do that. Uh, appreciate it if you have any direct contact with politicians or into the licensing process that you can make your own case on this as well because really is a case of as, as many of us that can get the message across about how this is a dysfunctional idea uh, in terms of actually making a big impact to prevent the spread of COVID. Um, we haven't, by the way, had any information um, from Welsh Government about why they consider our industry necessary to be restricted. I've asked for further data on the current cases to see what's supporting their moves forward. But that's where we are at the moment, I'm afraid. And so um, if you do have any questions, please get in touch. I'll, probably, I'll happily pass those on. Think about attending that session and we will keep the pressure on as much as we can to show that this is uh, a measure that is not necessary and difficult for the industry. Now, um, that's really been the main piece of work over the last fortnight. There's been a lot of media. There's been a lot of political work going on. Um, and we'll see what the detail is. David, when do you think members or, or hospitality businesses affected will be able to see guidance from government on this? Well, I'm ho I was hoping that it would be today. That is Wednesday the 6th. I think it's more likely to be now Thursday the 7th. As soon as we get it, of course, we'll circulate it to all members so that they are aware, should they have any contact with uh, commercial operations in Wales, of, of what they will need to do. Um, it will apply not only to the nighttime economy, but also to events and it will also uh, make an impact into the world of, say, the sport, sporting world where uh, football, rugby and other big occasions will, uh, with, with lots of people, will will need to have a COVID pass check-in system. We we'll wait to see the final details on that as well. And this, of course, will be introduced at the beginning of the festive season and a busy, very busy time for trade. And we need to get as much clarity as we can in this area. I will be in the next few days pushing for um, a delay uh, in terms of the strict operation of this, uh, maybe for another three weeks if we could. I'm not really hopeful that that will be taken on board, but I feel that this is such a late introduction that we should be getting a little bit more of a uh, of a hand a helping hand to get this introduced and to get used to the idea put systems in place and to look at how we can manage it with the right staffing uh, requirements uh, going forward so i'm sorry it's a very fluid position um this is not the first time that we've gone into changes in restrictions with very little information several days before uh, but we will try our very best at UKH to get that information out to you as very as, as quickly as we can and as soon as we get it. 
Sounds good. Thank you very much for that update. And is there any other activities you should be updated on? Well, uh, there have been a lot of meetings with different Welsh Government people, particularly over this measure, but also looking at other reporting back about industry position. One important committee was the um, Welsh Government's Economy Committee last week, which I was invited to attend and gave evidence to. And I wanted to tell members what uh, we've been putting forward. Obviously, most of the information that I gave those Senate members came from our existing prospectus, which was devised for the 2021 May elections here, but also put together in a way that will allow us to use it as a lobbying tool and an aspirational industry uh, vehicle for the next three years. And I'll be taking that, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, to uh, members of Senate plus Westminster representatives to say what we wanted to do. But in, in, in terms of this committee, I wanted to get across how all the politicians should be very wary of thinking that since um, the summer season open that the businesses have been doing particularly well and therefore they may well be able to stand on their own two feet which i think is a popular myth uh simply because of numbers of people in very short in a very short term uh, of opening i made the point about here in wales in particular we haven't been viably trading since august the 9th um that uh in effect brings us into a position of five winters five down seasons in a row from um october to uh, 2019 through to now with winters summers winters summers all being sub viable and now winter coming towards us where we can see the spectre of restrictions coming towards us again um and where uh, clearly viability is still a major problem for virtually all of our businesses and that wanted that to get across which i think we did i think the politicians are aware of that i wanted to raise the cost burden um which you all know is a really worrying threat to us particularly with the uh, end of our 100 percent business rates holiday here in wales next april uh, the prospect of VAT rising from um, 12.5% to 20% at some time, which would be another big blow. The end of furlough, uh, wage inflation, which is a major hit for all of our businesses. The lack of any cash reserves for improving business premises. They've all been taken out of our, the equation because of COVID and the need to keep the businesses going, as you know. Energy costs soaring. And the problem for many of our businesses in sort of urban conurbations and areas where city centres have had a massive change of perspective since COVID was around and the trading patterns are very different. Now, that all adds into the fifth winter scenario. They got that, I think. Most importantly, to say that was what we needed and where we needed help. And we've asked for business rates, uh, relief and reform, reform from the April 2023 changing position, but also not to have a cliff edge next April when the holiday ends and to look at some way of uh, tapering or stepping rate relief for our businesses. They try to get back on their feet again after the winter period. Uh, reform of business rates was a platform of the Labour Party conference. And so with the Labour government here in Wales, that was a very handy 
um, piece of positivity, which I hope, in fact, I'm absolutely convinced we UKHC and our members were responsible for inputting into the process, because I'm sure that the finance minister here heard our arguments, particularly through our roundtable session with her last November, passed that on into the party and it was accepted as a viable policy change. So there is some hope that the politicians on all parties will start to grasp this very important position there. We've also asked for a, substan a substantial contingency fund to help the struggling businesses in the winter when they hit any crisis points and to look for, on the positive side, providing easily accessible grants for aiding businesses to have an investment uh, investment back into its product, maybe to have a percentage share with government support for bringing those businesses up to competition levels um, and to help uh, the economies of the different uh, communities that they support. Um, we also asked for support for the new uh, Hospitality Skills Partnership, which, as you know, UK Hospitality Cymru has been um, insti has instigated and has been the lead the lead party in providing that. We feel that it needs not only some teeth, perhaps, to make its impact, but also some resources to be able to show just what great industry this is as we look to recruit. Um, and we also raised the difference between the imbalances in taxation um, and other areas that occur between our heavily regulated sectors and the unregulated sector, particularly in the uh, sort of uh, self-catering area um, where, uh, where they don't have quite the same restrictions. And Welsh companies are really looking into this sort of inequality um, uh, through um, st a statutory registration uh, scoping project, which we will be contributing into. So the whole purpose of that was a microcosm of the rest of the work that's been taking place, not only over the last fortnight, but over the last 12 months, really, which is to report the issues that you've raised to me through our Wales Committee and directly to bring to government to say just how badly hit this industry has been, just how well it's done to still be out there and holding up the job levels that we are um, and the support levels and supply chains to the local communities. Uh, get that message across that we are the major driver of the economy when we're fitting well. And after going through this, this period of um, of recovery, we will then be able to do the same again and to help government fund essential public services, the health service and education, as we were doing before COVID to the tune of a 10% growth each year and three billion contributions to the Chancellor of the Exchequer. So those points were got across and the uh, the detailed plan that's in our prospectus was also conveyed. And that's a regular part of my work. It's a regular part of um, of, of assimilating this stuff that you give me and um, passing on to politicians and please keep that supply chain going it's really important that the communication and dialogue that we have continues and if you haven't got involved and you've listened to some of this please do think about getting involved and perhaps if you get the chance to visit the podcast tomorrow you can see how we are working with government and how we are pushing government to try to get what the industry needs at a time when um, you need it um, and we need to get that message across and the urgency of all of that. So thank you for your support. And I think that's really about where we are at the moment. The next podcast, obviously, will be able to report on how that COVID pass introduction has gone. 
alongside a few other issues which are coming up in the next few weeks. Um, and that's uh, going to be a very busy time, I think, now for a lot of our members. And it certainly represents the beginning of the next stage, the stage where we enter um, a long winter um, and we need to be fully represented and fully armed to do that. Thank you very much for that update and overview of what's happened with the COVID passes. I think that's given a good overview of what exactly is coming up. And as you said, if anybody wants to listen or attend that meeting and you're not a member, you haven't received the email details from David himself or from UK Hospitality, which will be going out shortly, you can always email us at events at ukhospitality.org.uk and we can look at getting you set up for that meeting which will be tomorrow at 3pm that's right 3pm tomorrow um all welcome um the more the merrier as far as i'm concerned because i think it's very good to get a breadth of businesses i need your input about uh, viability and implementation of these measures so that i can then put it back into the political process wonderful Thank you very much for that, David, and we'll look forward to hearing more about the upcoming issues in the future podcast in a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks again.